0: You're listening to Outlandish Outcasts at outlandishoutcasts.com. Welcome to Outlandish Outcasts. I'm your host, Al. With me, as always, is the lovely Desiree. How are you doing tonight, Desi?
1: I'm doing good. How about you?
0: Good, good. A beautiful evening. Snow outside. Can't go anywhere. What? Might as well record.
1: Well, this is true, but it's not a beautiful evening. There's snow outside. There's lots of snow outside. Yeah, we are having a lovely snowstorm yes Blech. I'd rather have a tornado
0: mm, no thank you okay, I'll take whatever. I'll take the snowstorm no, nothing wrong with a little snowstorm as long
1: as it's not negative whatever yeah I guess yeah and um, I'm good with not negative 50 with wind chill
0: I agree I agree so should we get right into it
1: I guess I guess we will all
0: right uh my first story kind of took me in a weird direction this week all over the place looking at different laws and...
1: It's not sad.
0: No, it's not sad Thank at all. Thank God.
1: Hallelujah.
0: <laughs> I have to think if I have any sad stories today. Maybe. I don't I don't really.
1: As not, long as maybe. we're not starting out with a sad, sad story because that story. kind of sets a tone and it's like...
0: <laughs> I'm starting out with a story about the United States' only cruise ship.
1: Only cruise ship? Only. Disney?
0: The MS Pride of America. It's owned by Norwegian cruise lines.
1: Wait, Nor Norwegian USA What?
0: And it is the only cruise ship in the world that flies the US flag and is considered a US ship.
1: But it's a Norwegian cruise ship.
0: Yes. It was built here though. I mean the company So is, it's made in the USA. It's made in the US. It is staffed by the US. It Why is Why is
1: it called the Norwegian cruise ship then?
0: Norwegian Cruise Lines is the company that decided they wanted to take a risk and have a US cruise ship. That's the story. Oh. How why is there only one US cruise ship?
1: So it's not really a US cruise ship. It's just everything okay.
0: And it all starts in
1: 1920. 1920. Wait,
0: when did the Titanic sink? I don't remember.
1: Why? I don't know. You're supposed to be the history buff, not me. But
0: it all started in 1920 with the Jones Act, a law passed by our Congress that regulates shipping industry.
1: So is this where keeping up with the Joneses starts from? I don't think so. Okay. Think Just so. had to ask. <laughs> had to ask.
0: In um, According to the Jones Act, if you are transporting passengers within the United States, you have to use... A U.S. ship. You have to use use U.S. employees and you have to follow U.S. law.
1: Gotcha. It all makes sense now. In
0: 2005, Norwegian Cruise Lines decided there's not a lot of cruises that go to Hawaii because there's not (laughs) another (laughs) country to touch. There's tons of cruises from Seattle to Alaska, but they stop in British Columbia, Canada, making it an international cruise and can be done by an international company. There weren't any going from the U.S. just to Hawaii because legally that's not allowed unless you use a U.S. ship.
1: Wait, there are cruise ships that do that? That do what? Go from the like California to Hawaii. There
0: is one the u s pride of the ms Pride of America owned by norwegian cruise lines it is the only one it is the most expensive cruise.
1: My God, here I thought I knew about like the East Coast cruises mm-hmm. with Bermuda yeah. they're all going and out the, of the Caribbean country. I knew about and they're all like owned Washington by, and Oregon up to owned, Alaska staffed and
0: operated by another country
1: no clue, no clue about the west. Yeah. Coastline to Hawaii.
0: Yeah. West Coastline to Hawaii. That one's not as popular because there's literally one cruise ship that does it. There are tons of ships that do Seattle to Alaska. So it's a very popular cruise. How much cruise does this cost? Um, for a seven day cruise for one person, it's seven about. Seven
1: day cruise. How long does it take to get there?
0: A seven days there and back. It's there and back. You go there, you're there for a few days, and you come back. Oh. It's a seven day cruise, and it's about $12,000. For one, for one person.
1: Holy buckets! I'd rather take the plane.
0: The same length of cruise from Seattle to uh, to Alaska is about a third of that price.
1: That's because there is no competitors. There is no... no... Well,
0: that is because it is staffed with U.S. work rights laws. Every other cruise ship is staffed by a foreign country's working workers laws. They don't pay as well. They don't have the regulations to keep up with. But at the same time, this cruise, this Norwe- this Pride of America, is one of the few cruise ships in the world doesn't have a casino on it because it's not legal in the U.S. Every other cruise ship has a casino on it, and as soon as you get out of U.S. waters, they open the casino and you gamble. You can't do that on this cruise ship. Every other cruise ship in the world, 18 years old, you can drink. Not this one. It's a U.S. cruise ship. You have to be so 21. So
1: why does it cost so much?
0: Uh, according to what I read, the reason for the cost is U.S. regulation and the amount it costs to pay the employees.
1: So how uh, many people actually go? How often does this trip take place? I'm
0: not sure how often it takes place. Um,
1: I'm assuming not very often because that's a lot of money. Oh, no,
0: it's it's a very, very large amount of money. Um, But I thought it was really interesting that when I, th- you know, I bet I was on a cruise once when I was 12 years old, we went to the Bahamas and I remember getting outside of us waters casino opened. I could be in the casino. I was 12, you know, and it was not a big deal because we weren't under us law.
1: Um, when I was a kid, I was allowed in the casino well, too, in a regular casino. It's just laws came about and yeah. you are no longer allowed in a casino. I was
0: allowed in the casino when I was a kid too, but I couldn't touch a slot machine. I could touch a slot well, machine no when I was 12 years old on the cruise.
1: But if you had to go get your parent because they left well, you yeah, in the arcade, of too course, long.
0: <laughs> of course, of course. I just thought it was really interesting how this huge industry, this you know industry of vacation cruises, and you know here in the U.S. where you know we, yes, we don't get enough vacation time, but we all like to take a vacation. And there's literally one cruise ship because. U.S. laws and regulations make it hard for a cruise ship to make money.
1: My story is interesting. Okay. I'm not saying yours wasn't. So, Edgar Allan Poe. Okay. His greatest mystery was his... I don't know. Death.
0: Really? I have no idea how he died, that's for sure.
1: Nobody else does either. (laughs) (laughs) So there's speculations around it. Um, so this was written June 19th of 2019 and it, it starts off with on his day, we celebrate his birthday of one of America's most celebrated, um, if also creepiest writers, Edgar Allan Poe. So his birthday is June 19th. Okay. Even though there is a monument out there that says it's January 20th, his birthday is actually June january 19th did i just say june you said june i said june i meant january okay so with this episode we're gonna celebrate his birthday even though it's coming out after his birthday but it's okay. still in the same week of same his week. birthday so happy birthday edgar and poe you would be really old and cryptic and gross <laughs> if yes. you were still alive <laughs> um so as the story goes One rainy, nasty night of October 3rd, 1849, uh, Joseph Walker, a pressman for the Baltimore Sun, was making his way to Gunners Hall. The occasion was election night, and the hall was the polling place for Baltimore's old 4th Ward. So on his way there, Walker found a man laying in the gutter, confused, um, and he was under the influence of some type of intoxication. Okay. so the man was like shabbily dressed in someone else's clothing and it turned out it was Edgar Allan Poe who was in dire need of medical assistance so Poe was taken to the Washington Medical College there he spent the next four days chased by delirium frightening hallucinations and incoherence um he made repeated calls for someone named Um Reynolds and the writer died at five AM on Sunday, October seventh. Um the cause of death at that time it was more or less for well, they called it frontit frenti- Okay. And it's more or less a swelling or congestion of the brain. Um, it was also a common way of politely referring to his death by the means of alcoholism, so um sadly, none of Poe's medical records or even the actual death certificate survived. He was only forty when he died hmm. so Wow, so I'm assuming your reaction you've never heard of his death, yeah, I've anything. never no. So with that said, though, that was what the speculation is. The myth of Poe's death began on September 27th of 1840 when he left Richmond, Virginia, bound for Philadelphia to help a now-forgotten poet, um, Marguerite Saintly Leon Loud, prepared a collection of her poems for publication. So he was going to help her. Uh, He just never made it. He made it to the city of brotherly love. Okay, so many historians have um h- hypothesized that Poe met up with some unsavory characters was yeah. badly beaten and left for dead in the streets. That would
0: make sense, I mean.
1: So, um other poologists <laughs> kind of <laughs> like po- that po- word <laughs> insist he was a victim of cooping, a form of voter fraud then participated by political parties in the 19th century. Hmm. And this was basically kidnapping, beating, yeah. um, disguised, and then forced to vote for gangs, candidates, multiple times under different names. Hmm. And then they were treated to um, beer, shot of whiskey, all that stuff after it was all done. Yeah. So uh more creative postmodern have suggested Poe died of carbon monoxide poisoning from uh, spending too much time indoors and breathing in too much coal gas or okay. mercury poisoning, which they did find mercury in his hair because they dug mm-hmm. him up at some point and did testing on his hair. But it wasn't even enough to be like a mad hatter because yeah. Poe was known for wearing his hat. Yep. Um, and then hmm. doctors love to diagnose diseases of long departed famous people. So the list goes on and on and on and on and on. So nobody really knows why Poe died. Hmm.
0: But I mean, I suppose I find it really weird. But then again, I suppose there's a lot of famous, somewhat famous people throughout history in the past that you, know, you don't follow them to their death.
1: But it know? just reminds me of something like Elvis. Who's mysterious to yeah. most people? Like women loved him, and you know he had them all shook up. Mm-hmm. And when he did die, and they said he died of this, how many people a hundred years from now are gonna say was that really true?
0: Well, I mean, there were people, you know, not too many years ago, saying he was still alive, still, you know, but not believing that he was even dead. So
1: well, it's even like. Kurt Cobain is supposedly is not dead anymore.
0: Yeah. And Tupac and all that.
1: And know? Tupac. Yeah. yeah. We met Tupac.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. An impersonator. I don't think he's very happy with you because you didn't tip.
1: Whatever. <laughs> he got to take a picture with me because I wore the OMG hat, yeah. balloon hat. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Huh. Fun
1: times, fun times.
0: If, but If Edgar Allan Poe was alive in this day and age, he would have been... We'd know how he died because he would have been ridiculously famous and people would have followed him. Like the paparazzi would have followed him. But in his time. He would have so died
1: in 1949. He died in 1849.
0: You yeah, what about it? I just said if he was alive in this day and age.
1: This day and age. Whatever my brain did, Like I don't did, know how 1949
0: did any, meant anything. I wasn't I alive in went 1949. I just 100 years
1: <laughs> later. But you know what? Never <laughs> mind. Forget it. Forget it. My okay. train of thought was gone. It's okay. lost. Okay. It's lost.
0: Cool, cool. Is that cool. it? Cool.
1: Is that it? I
0: don't want to cut you off. You always yell at me if I cut you off.
1: Did I sound like I had a lot to say? No. You're weird. Why? I don't know. I talk over you all the time.
0: So? I don't yell at you when you talk over me. That's why you talk over me.
1: You got to stop with this passiveness. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm going to be like my next, uh, the Mike? person I'm going to tell you about. Like Mike? No, not like Mike, like Carolyn.
1: You're going to be like Carolyn? Yes, Carolyn. You're C- going to be like a girl?
0: Carolyn Cutter.
1: You're going to be a Cutter.
0: Sure. Um, Carolyn Cutter died in the mid-1800s.
1: You're going to be so dead? She's
0: She's been dead for a long time. But uh, in Milford, New Hampshire, a gravestone there's a gravestone that just won't shut up.
1: So it talks out loud.
0: Uh, it belongs to Carolyn Car- Cutter. Is uh, it a Scream? It is simple, white, rectangular. And it's crammed with about 150 words of painstakingly etched ac- accusation, courtesy of her husband, Dr. Calvin Cutter.
1: He was calling her a cheater, a liar, a whore?
0: No. Uh, here is what I'm going to read the 150 words that the gravestone says to you now. Okay. Carolyn H. Cutter, wife of Calvin Cutter, M.D., Murdered by the Baptist ministry and Baptist churches as follows. September 28th, 1838, age 33. She was accused of lying in church meeting by the Rev. D.D. Pratt and Deacon Albert Adams was condemned by the church unheard. She was reduced to poverty. Deacon William Wallace, when an ex parte council, was asked of the Milford Baptist Church... By the advice of their committee, George Rabin, Calvin Averill, and Andrew Hutchinson, they vowed to not receive any communication on the subject. The Rev, Mark Carpenter, said he thought, as the good old deacon said, we got Cutter down and it's best to keep him down. The intentional and maldestruction of her character and happiness as above described destroyed her life. Her last words, words upon the subject were, tell the truth and the inequality will come out. So what happened was her husband was trying to start a new church.
1: Oh, they were going to be a cult.
0: So the church they had currently belonged to convinced all of their neighbors to shun them and, you know. Make them the black sheep of the town.
1: Well, that's normally how it works.
0: Which, of course, caused extreme depression in Carolyn. And she ended up taking her own life. And her husband decided she was on her tombstone. She would put who was responsible for for her death. I thought that was interesting. I mean, I've seen a lot of gravestones in my life. I've never seen an accusation that somebody killed the person type thing even though so, I mean it wasn't somebody actually killing them but which church
1: really... were they starting
0: um they, they were at, they were starting another branch of a baptist church
1: so it's baptist so it was a baptist church yes okay yes
0: yeah in in New Hampshire and it is it is now on the um it is now considered a historic monument and it's open to the public. You can go check out the gravestone if you're ever in uh, Belford, uh, New Hampshire. <laughs> That's and, crazy. Uh, just a small graveyard in the corner of that uh, graveyard. You'll find the grave right on your right, easily visible. And there's free parking at the Keys Memorial Park next to the cemetery.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know why we needed all that information. I don't know.
0: It was in front of me. <laughs>
1: That's hilarious.
0: (laughs) And happy hour down the street at the bar is two for one. I don't know.
1: Oh, my God. (laughs) So,
0: okay, I talked about somebody who was dead, but it wasn't. It was kind of a sad story, but I thought it was cool.
1: It wasn't, like, super sad, like, some of the stuff you've had. If
0: anybody wrongs me to the point where, like, it kills me, please put it on my grave. That'd be so awesome.
1: I'm just going to put BRB.
0: Okay. You could do that.
1: I figured that would be as good as it gets because you're dead, but you know what? You better be scary because I'll be right back. <laughs> yup. <laughs> so I agree. So mine is my last one is kind of sort of a travel one. Okay. I've decided we will never go there with the kids, at least, ever. Okay. Ever. And I want you to try to figure out when. I come across the part that makes you realize where I went. Never will the kids come with us. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to talk about the Timback mummies of the Philippines. Um, Known by a variety of names. Um, You know how I love to spell in like slaughter names, Mm -hmm. right? Okay. So known as the names such as the Kambanya mummies Ibalio mummies, benquet mummies and the fire mummies of the Philippines.
0: I like that one. That's what I would call them cuz I can pronounce the fire I know mummies I can pronounce that one.
1: The rest <laughs> of them, who knows if I got it, right? But I tried. I tried my best. Okay, so That's all that matters. So, um, they remain an exclusive bunch. So, with their exact location kept unpublicized by the government due to a series of theft in the 1900s the mummies can be found only a five-hour car ride, car ride up mountains to villages of Cambayen, and then it's another five hours hike up a dazzling escalation of stone steps.
0: Holy cow!
1: That's why I wouldn't bring the kids. Yeah, you didn't they, even guess it.
0: They wouldn't. They wouldn't make five it. Five
1: hours up stone steps.
0: They wouldn't like the five-hour car I ride. I wouldn't much make like it at this hours. point. Well, I probably wouldn't either. But I mean. They wouldn't make the car ride, much less the stone steps.
1: I mean, I <laughs> might make the stone steps, but there would need to be, like, a breather every hour on oh, the yeah, hour. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. So, I before, if I were to ever travel this, I would need to make sure I could run Grandma's Marathon beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, the mummies stay in Timback tem- Caves, and they're still curled in their original coffins. So, the process yeah. of of this is if you go to the page it'll show you like oh little tiny boxes they're like, yeah. where they're like cradled up together and their knees are up under their chin yeah and You're they're holding people in those boxes there are dead people you know it's like a coffin <laughs>
0: <laughs> i thought we were talking about my mommy
1: <laughs> i am talking about mummy <laughs> so scientists they believe They're not positive. They just believe the mummies were first created sometimes in the Mbali tribe between 200 and 15 CE. Okay. I feel like that's a typo. CE? CE
0: is a, uh, what does it stand for? It's it's more of a scientific explanation instead of a religious explanation of the date. I don't remember what it stands for.
1: It's the Philippines, so that would almost make sense. So I should have researched that myself so I understood better a mummification began shortly before a person died where they would investigate very, or er, ingest, investigate. Oh my gosh, that was like way wrong.
0: Ingest, investigate. <laughs> I, in- I investigate Same things word. by ingesting them. I'm <laughs> investigating how dinner is tasting tonight.
1: They would ingest a very salty drink and then after death, the body would wash, would, was washed and set over a fire in a seated position thus drying the fluids um, toba- tobacco smoke was blown in their mouth to dry the inside of the body internal and the internal <laughs> organs so yeah. and then finally herbs were rubbed on the body so this could take weeks months um, once it was completed though they buried they were buried in the caves and then the practice died out about the 1500s when Spain colonized the Philippines okay so Hmm. but it's it's weird
0: some of the things that people did to dead bodies to preserve things
1: I just find it odd that this isn't more known but then again they're talking about how it's like there's very little security and then you know how like tomb robbers and stuff like that are around Mm -hmm. so people are always stealing stuff so this is actually one of the most 100 most endangered sites in the world I can imagine history wise
0: I can imagine people wanting to you know, steal
1: and whatever then, they can find, and yeah, and the government also knows of like fifty to eighty other mummies, but their location will not be released by the government because okay. because they don't want like tomb yeah. raiders. Yeah.
0: If you don't want to have basically a full time army protecting the the sites, uh, I wouldn't release them to the public either.
1: But locals still pay respects to the others. Or to the dead by giving um gin and chicken. They want the dead to be well fed and having a good time in their afterlife.
0: Gin and chicken. Good
1: time in their afterlife. If I die before you, Alan, you better pour vodka all over the top of my grave and you better have mixed it with whipped <laughs> vodka Wasting and cranberry good vodka juice. Wasting vodka on your grave.
0: That's why they pour the gin.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know...
1: You don't know. You really don't know. I would like know.
0: if... If I had to all of a sudden retrain and find a new profession right now, I think like, you know, working at a funeral home embalming bodies would be an awesome job.
1: I could do the makeup.
0: I think it'd be really fun. To tell you the truth.
1: I could do the hair too. Did you see how I rocked my hair this Halloween? I could definitely do Maybe the I hair. should
0: talk to Becky. she should get me a job.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you would have to open your own, Allen. Yeah, I'm sure.
0: Well, get me some job for training, you know, see if I like it. Let me try. <laughs>
1: uh you do realize you have to go to col- college yes. for that yes i'm okay. very aware of that just I'm wanted to make sure that i just
0: think it'd be an interesting profession
1: you don't want to bury people alive um no with <clears throat> bells
0: no no thank to you
1: ding just in case they are <laughs> alive down there no thank you okay just wanted to make if sure you didn't
0: wake up during the process it's your own damn fault no. <laughs> I woke kidding. up I'm and kidding. I felt
1: something weird tasting in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's what involvement. Oh, 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 I'm yuck. dead. <laughs> yuck, yuck,
0: yuck. Oh, Anyway, my final story is the only way I can do a final story. It's is it a Florida someone story. from Florida? I it's was going to say. And this is a short one. This is not going to last very long, but it jumped out. at me. Florida stories
1: never last long.
0: No, they don't. <laughs> Sarasota, Florida. This is from 2015, so I did go back a little bit for this one, but it kind of jumped out at me. So, uh, Timothy Botringer. He's 29 years old. He apparently fell asleep after breaking into a home.
1: No freaking way.
0: <laughs> yeah, way. You have the same story?
1: Not for, obviously, this episode. But was he with his 20-year-old girlfriend? Uh, No,
0: actually, he was alone. He was alone, broke into the home, fell asleep on the couch. Yeah. The homeowner told the police when she woke up around 7.20 a.m. and found him sleeping on her couch, asked him what he was doing in her house. He apologized and the victim called the police and uh, Botringer left the home. The victim then noticed her wallet, driver's license, and credit cards were all missing. Uh, the suspect was found walking along a nearby road and transported to the Sarasota County Jail without incident.
1: Okay, but, mine's a little bit different and people notice episodes down the road because I'm going to mix it up a little. It's not the same one.
0: I'm sure it's not. I mean, there's no girlfriend involved. This guy just happened to break into this home decided he was going to rob it instead fell asleep on the couch um she was home at the time which is crazy hearing about people's homes being broken to when they're there just scares the hell out of me and i woke up to somebody coming into my house once so i kind of know the feeling of what the hell's going on that's happened to me
1: once except it was somebody i knew I still don't know who it was to this day, but I'm positive after a friend of mine who lived upstairs in an apartment explained Mm -hmm. to me about the person and I went, oh my God.
0: Yeah. So for me, it was, I just, just started living in this apartment. It was not in a very good neighborhood and at about 2:30 in the morning the bar's had closed some guy stumbles in the house he thinks he's in his buddy's house cuz his buddy used to live there and it was not a big deal but it was scary you know to have somebody just walk into your house
1: well yeah it's 2:30 in the morning you're at home and somebody you don't know walks in your house and yeah. you're like uh who the hell are you
0: yeah exactly exactly so i can i just i can imagine what was going through her mind when she sees somebody sleeping on the couch <laughs> like i hope she had like a knife or a baseball bat in her hand when she woke him up
1: I would have. Yes. I probably would have left the house. (laughs) I agree. I agree. Would have been like, I'm not going to be in there when they wake up, but the police sure will.
0: Yeah. 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 So
1: that would have been me. Okay. So my last story is also a Florida. Cool. Florida story. So, because we haven't done enough of those this year or anything. No.
0: They just happened to jump out at me.
1: Um. My last story is, (laughs) I'm not even going to read the title. Let's just go through it. (laughs) Uh, Naimea, I think I'm saying that right. Malini, 21, believes she was meeting Donald McGee Jr., 19, for a date after exchanging some text messages. Okay. The two drove uh, first to a Wendy's on a date. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And then to... Are you saying you'd take me to Wendy's on a date?
0: I wouldn't, but if I had absolutely no money and I was interested in you... I've brought somebody to Dairy Queen on a date before. What's the difference?
1: You brought someone to Dairy Queen? Yeah. In high school? Yeah. The kid was 19. I guess that's a little forgivable. Now, if you did that, it'd be like... You need a better job. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the tr- they went to Wendy's and then they drove to Boynton Ocean Inlet Park. Okay. Uh, where they walked on the beach and talked for a while. Sounds kind of romantic. Mm-hmm. Uh, the two drove back to Wendy's where um, she believed Mickey's brother would pick him up. Instead of being picked up, uh, Naimea told police that McGee produced a semi-automatic handgun and ordered her out of the car. Namia complied and only had her cell phone on her um when he took off with her car. So police say a passing good good Samaritan was flagged down by Namia and they followed McGee allegedly driving her car. Okay. Um, where he sp- and then police said that he allegedly sput out of the car and after initially trying to flee on foot he was captured by police. Um, McGee told them that Nymiah had picked him up at the beach and it was her who had produced the gun and tried to rob him. Okay. He didn't. It, it was all him. But he had just told police this because yeah. he was trying to get out of yeah, trouble that. at that yeah. point. Yeah. So
0: what the heck was he doing? Like, I don't, I'm so confused.
1: They went on a date and he stole her car. Oh,
0: like he like went through the whole date thing. Like, that's crazy.
1: To steal someone's car. Like, he needed a car.
0: Should have just stole her car at Wendy's in the beginning.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> like they what? met at Wendy's for a date.
0: I know. But instead of going the at the date, all this other why stuff, wouldn't he, he just take it? Just take her car. Go. Right. <laughs>
1: You're going right. to steal the damn car.
0: You know, don't steal her car and break her heart. That's that's horrible.
1: It. I don't think it broke well, her I, heart. I, it was I, a date. You know what I
0: mean? Like it. It made it made the situation even worse in my mind. Like,
1: I think he thought maybe he at some point car. he was going to be able to take the car without having to do that. Would be my Hoping thought. Hoping she'd be
0: like, I have to go to the bathroom. Can you stop at the gas station quick? And then she'd go in, and he'd just take it off and go. Maybe. Yeah. that maybe. Makes sense. Makes sense. Huh. Crazy, crazy Florida stories. Crazy. When you first started telling the story, I don't know if it it was how I heard something, but I heard something like Donald Mickey. I'm like, are we going to Disney World
1: again? Donald Mickey. I have Disney on my brain right now. It's okay, though.
0: Anyway, if you'd like to comment on uh, any of our stories or give us any suggestions, you can always send us an email at outlandishoutcasts at gmail.com.
1: Yay. Otherwise, you can come on to our Facebook page, like our page, share our information on Facebook with all your friends Um, at Outlandish Outcast Podcast.
0: We're also on Twitter at Outlandish Casts. Follow us there.
1: That's where we're the oddballs. We are, but we're outlandish. Well, we're outballs anyway. Oddballs. We're outballs. There's a new one. <laughs> we're the out outlandish balls. outballs. We're outballs. So, otherwise, you can follow us on Instagram at Outlandish Outcast. Don't the
0: kids call that the gram these days? That's what I've been hearing. What? I've been hearing people call it the gram.
1: The gram? Are you on
0: the gram?
1: What? what?
0: Instagram. That's what, like, the kids call it these days, I guess.
1: The gram? We're old. It it reminds me of my (laughs) gram. (laughs) Yeah. My grandmama, gram. So don't
0: be alarmed Graham. see a text message. One of Ava's f- friends asking her to you know, check out the gram. Are you doing drugs? What are you doing? <laughs> no, it's probably just Instagram.
1: Graham, Does it taste good? Is it better than a gram cracker? Maybe. I like grams. What if I like a gram? I want a gram. Grams are okay. mm, gram grams sounds are okay. so good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, we better go find a snack. Everybody else. I don't
1: need no snack.
0: Everybody else. Have a good week.
1: Bye.